Sports Fans. 1700, the champ. Hello again. Welcome in here on 1700, the champ. Trent Condon with you for the next three hours. Two of them running solo here today. Jimmy B and TC will take the airwaves from 1 until 2 o'clock. Glad to have you aboard on a busy, busy football Friday. Tomorrow we flip the calendar to December. It'll be championship week in college football, the beginning of the NFL week. What a beginning it was for the Dallas Cowboys. Somebody on these radio airwaves yesterday told you to take the Cowboys, and they answered and they delivered with an outright victory over the New Orleans Saints, a game you heard right here on 1700 The Champ with our Westwood One coverage. Welcome aboard today on a busy two hours of program. We're going to kick things off here in hour number one, a lot on the NFL. We will get into it starting at 1120 with our first guest, Jeff Hughes from DeBear's blog as Chicago prepares for a matchup, making their way out to New York and taking on the Giants. They'll do it, it appears, without Mitchell Trubisky, still still dealing with the shoulder injury that he sustained in that matchup a week ago Sunday against the Minnesota Vikings in Sunday Night Football. Sat out the Thanksgiving game in the matchup against the Lions on the road here now against the Giants. It looks like, again, Chase Daniel will get this start. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the race with the Vikings, what's going on with the Packers, and a whole lot more. Jeff Hughes comes your way here at 11.20. Then 11.45, we'll go to the Kansas City Chiefs, 1,700 the champs NFL team, as we bring you each and every broadcast of Kansas City Chiefs football, and we'll get things started with Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He'll be joining us at 11.45. A look at the matchup, not an overly compelling one, certainly this week, as they make their way out to Oakland, but overall this team getting Eric Berry back, the importance of that. Really excited to get the perspective and the thoughts of Mitch Holtis, and he'll be joining us here at 11.45. The 12 o'clock hour, we'll talk plenty of Hawkeyes with Dr. Stephen Fuller of Fuller Family Dentistry in our weekly Hawkeye Swarm conversation. Lots to talk about with Doc Fuller, and he'll be joining us in the 12 o'clock hour. And then about 11.25 or so, it'll be Bama Bob, a deep dive around the world of college football. We'll get his perspective. The SEC championship game, obviously, at the forefront of things for him. We'll talk about that. We'll get into some coaching news. The Big 12 championship game, still to me the most compelling that we're going to see coming up this weekend, one I'm most interested in, and we'll get into that coming up with Bama Bob here at about 1225. But at the top, the breaking news of the day, that is the decision from Noah Fant, the Iowa Hawkeye tight end, and now former Iowa Hawkeye tight end. Earlier today on Twitter this morning, Noah Fant put out a tweet saying, Thank you, Hawkeye Nation. It truly has been my pleasure. Well, first of all, he's tweeting it out. So anybody that's asking the question, will Noah Fant be playing in the bowl game? Your answer is no. He will not be playing in the bowl game. He will be going down the line that we saw of Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey, whatever bowl destination it is for Iowa. It could be the Holiday Bowl. I still think the most likely. It could be Citrus. It could be Outback. Maybe in a weird scenario, they could even fall to the Red Box in San Francisco. I don't think that's the case. Regardless of where it is, though, you have seen Noah Fant play his last game in a Iowa Hawkeye uniform. Fant, in his tweet, said this. After multiple discussions with my family coaches and a lot of prayer, I have decided to forego the remainder of my eligibility and declare for the 2019 NFL Draft. Two parts. He tweeted, you're not allowed to tweet as an Iowa football player. 
that should be nugget number one that you understand. All right, this guy's on his way out. Secondly, he said he is foregoing the remainder of his eligibility to declare for the draft. That eligibility includes the bowl game that I was playing. That is it for Noah Fant. He will be sitting out. He will not be playing. I don't know if he will travel with the team. That is a question. Certainly, I'm sure that is going to be out there on Sunday when they get their bowl arrangement and where the Hawkeyes are going to be heading. There's always a press conference afterwards. We'll hear from Kirk Ferentz. We'll hear from Gary Barta. More on that in a moment. We'll hear from those guys, and I'm sure that'll be one of the first questions that is asked. Noah Fant, is he going to travel with the team? As we know, he will not be playing. So plenty to get into, certainly on that avenue. This doesn't come as a big surprise. This has been a conversation that we had certainly well back into the spring and summer, talking about Noah Fant and moving on. You look at mock drafts, he is pretty much a consensus first-rounder. You can find a couple of mocks out there that he is a second-round pick. Now people uh, going back to some of the conversations that were had, especially after the loss to Northwestern for the Hawkeyes this year. You know, a big component to that is what we talked about with him and being called a specialist by Kirk Ferentz afterwards and his usage, how much he was on the field. You look at that football game, nine snaps in the second half, still completely baffling and head-scratching the coaching decision to only have him on the field for those nine snaps. You look at the one touchdown I was scored in that football game. He didn't catch it, but he brought three defenders with him, allowing Amir Smith-Marset to get one-on-one coverage, and they scored a touchdown on that play. It didn't make a lick of sense. His usage was head-scratching at times, but a big reason for that was the other tight end, a guy that's up for the Mackey Award, and that's TJ Hawkinson. And that might be, I think, a bigger question and concern for people is TJ Hawkinson. This has been a foregone conclusion. You go back to the conversations that were out there from his brother on Twitter questioning some of the play calling and his usage and those types of things. Everybody felt that Noah Fant was as good as gone, and today it becomes official. But, and here's the other part, many people believe that TJ Hawkinson throughout this season and before the season began, that he'd be back for his redshirt junior season. Well, after the season that he has put up, the ability that we see him as a pass catcher coupled with what he can do as a blocker in the run game. You know, and it's funny because the, these guys get they get their kind of pigeonholed into a certain way that you believe they are. Oh, Hawkinson's the blocker. No fan, he's the athlete. Well, I think that takes away a little something to both of the guys. Go back and watch the tape of the Nebraska game where Iowa ran the football the most effectively they had all season long. Now, a lot of that has to do to the crap defense that Nebraska has. I mean, that, that's a big part of it, certainly. There's a reason that I was most successful running the football against Illinois and Nebraska late. It's not like suddenly they hit a eureka moment. Ah, this is how we run the football. Now, they've, they've always known how to do it. They've done it effectively for 20 years under Kirk Ferentz. It wasn't that. It was the defenses that they played. But you go back and you watch that game. Watch the way that Noah Fant blocked. You know, people just want to put these guys out there, and all that you can do is... Uh, you know, he's a specialist. He's just a hybrid wide receiver tight end. He's not a real tight end. No, no, no. That guy can block. The physicality that he has, now, is he great? Is he A+. plus? No, no, he's not. He's not George Kittle. He's not as good as TJ Hawkinson. But that doesn't mean he's bad. I, I think a lot of people go a little too far with Noah Fant and some of the struggles that he had as a run blocker.
And on the other side, TJ Hawkinson, people look at the run blocking. That takes away from an incredible athlete the guy is. And as he committed to Iowa, watching his tape, and I was doing a show at Mediacom at the time, high school football show, and we'd be getting highlights sent in, and I'd continue week after week, see these highlights of TJ Hawkinson. I'd be saying, whoa, this kid's a stud. And you add a little bit of weight to that frame, and suddenly you got a guy. Blocking ability, but the guy is a great athlete. Now, is he Noah fan? No, but nobody is. And I say nobody, I'm not joking. In terms of pure athleticism, last year he had a vertical leap of 42 and a half inches. That is unbelievable territory. There aren't many guys in the league, regardless of position, that can do something like that. The numbers that he put up last year as they were going through strength and conditioning and agility drills at the University of Iowa, many of them would have shattered records by tight ends at the NFL Combine. He'll go there. He'll be a good pick. But TJ Hawkinson, I think, is an even bigger decision. That's one that you still wonder about. And if you're TJ Hawkinson, what's your decision? It's different, I believe, different being an Iowa guy. I think there's something more. And yes, Noah Fant grew up just across the river in Omaha. But it is different for an Iowan, and I just think the connection that you have. That doesn't mean that Iowa guys that come from out of state can't be great Hawkeyes and love the program as much as anybody. But there is a different feeling, I'm sure. And a different feeling. Different feeling for Noah Fant going back and talking to people in Omaha as opposed to TJ Hawkinson in Sheridan. If Hawkinson goes, I do think you will see him in the bowl game. That he will finish things up. Different. Different for him. But that is still at, at best a 50-50 proposition at that point. And we'll continue to keep an eye on the next decision that may come in TJ Hawkinson. So we have that going on. Also in the world of Hawkeye athletics, we have the ongoing saga that is Gary Dolphin being suspended for two games for comments he made during what he thought was a commercial break on the Hawkeye radio network. Now, Gary Dolphin will sit out the matchup tonight against Wisconsin and Monday at Michigan State. Fortunately for me, my phone didn't ring, didn't get the call. I'd love to bring that game to you guys here this evening. Not going to happen, but it'll be Jim Albrecht that'll be on the call for that one. But in real news here, yesterday, Fran McCaffrey, he was asked at the availability with the media yesterday a little bit about his thoughts on the situation. And I thought some, certainly, some interesting stories overall. You know, what came out from that press conference and what was said from Fran McCaffrey. Here, let me uh, read through a couple of things that Fran had to say yesterday. They started out the conversation talking about Wisconsin. It quickly moved to Gary Dolphin. McCaffrey said, quote, really disappointing. I was disappointed in those comments. I think when one of our own attacks one of our guys the way we did, it's inexcusable. And it's over. We dealt with it, and we're moving on, getting ready for Wisconsin. Another question, quote, did you talk to your team about it? I did. Yes, I talked to my team about it, and I think the prevailing feeling was just about to talk about it and to move past it. So that's what you got. A couple other questions. Finally, about Dolph, ongoing tensions was asked. I think it's fairly well-known. This is Fran McCaffrey. I think it's fairly well-known. We've had some issues, but we've gotten along fine. I'm disappointed in him. End quote. Woo! Little heat. Fran's bringing the heat. It's no secret to many people that Fran McCaffrey and, and Gary Dolphin 
though their working relationship was fine, there were tense moments. And if you listen, as I do, to the post-game press conferences, and not even press conferences, that's the wrong term, the post-game interview that they have on the Hawkeye Radio Network, you will hear, at times, some frustrations maybe in the questioning, or maybe even more importantly, the comments from Gary Dolphin. Just two guys that see things, I, I think, differently. It doesn't make Gary Dolphin a bad guy. It doesn't make Fran McCaffrey a bad guy. But there are certain people, there are certain aspects to things that just don't mesh, don't meld. And as we talked about yesterday in the Scott Dockerman article, he pointed out a time when Gary Dolphin asked for tickets and they ended up in the hands of Wisconsin fans. And they were sitting right next to Margaret McCaffrey, the head coach's wife. That didn't go well. They were riding her a little bit. They were needling her, and that didn't go well. So, with all that being said, Dolph won't be there tonight. Won't be there tonight. Won't be there Monday. And we'll see Thursday in the Seahawks game against Iowa State. It's a two-game suspension. I'm not so sure that Gary Dolphin will be back this season calling Hawkeye basketball. I think he'll be there for the bowl game, but I think the exit very well could be happening. That ongoing tensions question certainly lingers. Now, the, the most frustrating aspect to me is what we saw yesterday from Gary Barta. Gary Barta is the athletic director. Gary Barta is the one that put out the statement that started this whole fire. And as that was happening and as that's going on, he is the one ultimately that needs to be answering these questions. Fred McCaffrey has enough on his plate. He has a really good Wisconsin team coming in tonight. One of the biggest games in Carver-Hawkeye Arena in a couple of years. A top 25 matchup. I with the chance to get out to a 1-0 start in the Big Ten. And he's answering questions about the radio guy. I mean, that shouldn't be where any of the concern lies. He's got to wor- worry about now the mental psyche of Macy Daly going forward, the rest of his team. He's got a whole lot on his plate, plus against the Badgers. And he's answering questions like that. But Gary Bart is the one that should be fielding these questions. Because without Gary Barta and the press release that he put out two nights ago, without those comments, this story would have simmered down and it would be over. And today, for the first 15 minutes of the program, I'd be breaking down a matchup I'm incredibly excited to watch tonight between the Hawkeyes and Badgers, and instead we're talking about this. Because this has become the most relevant thing, and it became relevant because of Gary Barta. But did he answer those questions? No. Nope. He didn't. Nope. Instead, he said, I'll talk to you 45 minutes before the game against Wisconsin tonight. That's right. So 6.15 this evening, we'll get some comments from Barta. We'll see where it goes from there. But that's how this is going to go. I mean, you talk about a news dump. We talked about news dumps yesterday. You talk about a news dump. That's the ultimate. University of Iowa. They do a lot of things terribly over there. And a lot of them self-inflicted from Gary Barta. But whoa. That, that's pretty good. <laughs> Talking about getting a story and trying to find a way to bury it. Do 45 minutes b- before the biggest basketball game in three years in Carver. And that's what we'll do. Got to tip your ball cap. Good thinking. Gary Barta, gutless. Answer the questions. Yeah, do you still have some I's to dot and T's to cross? Sure. But figure that out. But go talk to the media. Stop hiding behind. I'll talk to you 6.15 tomorrow. Come on. Gutless out of Barta. You talk about a tenure, what is it, 12 years now? The guys over at Go Iowa Awesome, 
Go read it. They have a complete rundown of the gaps that have happened under his watch. He's cost the athletic department millions of dollars. The PR nightmares that he has gone through. And yet, there he is, still employed. And Gary Dolphin says a disparaging thing about Macy Daly and about Iowa's recruiting. He suspended two games. Barta, on the other hand, has cost the athletic department millions of dollars in settlements and court fees. No suspension. Here's a race. Here's a vacation. Have at it, Gary Barta. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. We got to take a timeout when we come back. We'll shift our attention more on the Hawkeyes coming up in the 12 o'clock hour with Dr. Stephen Fuller. But next, we're getting into the NFL. First, a look at the Chicago Bears with Jeff Hughes from the Bears blog. A lot to get into there. And then a look at the Kansas City Chiefs with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. That's all happening next as we continue right here. Trent Conan running solo on 1700 The Champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. The holidays are a joyous time of year spent with family and festive celebrations, but it can be a difficult season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, needs donations for its cheer box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's everystep.org slash grief and loss. Come on out for Des Moines Buccaneer Hockey Friday night at Buccaneer Arena. Visit BucksHockey.com for news, promotions, tickets, and more. BucksHockey.com. Des Moines Bucks Hockey. BucksHockey.com. Target is here to help you discover all the ways to get your holidays holla done. Like order pickup. Just order ahead and have it waiting for you at the store. Try Drive Up in the Target app, and we'll bring it right out to your car as soon as you arrive. And now, we'll bring the holidays home to you with same-day delivery shopped by Shipped. Whether it's a TV, hot cocoa mix, or ornaments for the tree, Target makes it easy to get what you need when you need it. Target run and done. Learn more at Target.com slash ways to shop. Restrictions may apply. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. 
Dig out those festive sweaters, gather your family, kids, and pets because it's time for the ARL Santa and Paws holiday photos. Santa will even be making an appearance. By having your photos taken, you'll be supporting the homeless pets at the ARL and will end up with great photos for your holiday cards this year. Multiple dates, times, and locations are available during November, so schedule your time now at arl-iowa.org slash Santa. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Trent Condon back with you on a football Friday. Glad to have you aboard with us here on 1700, the champ. Well, a season that has certainly gone better than many people anticipated in Chicago for the Bears as they are off to a first place start at 8 3. We'll flip the calendar into December tomorrow. The first place Chicago Bears in the month of December. Oh, it feels great to say. Jeff Hughes joins us to talk Bears football. Jeff, good afternoon. Good morning to you here in Iowa. Good afternoon to you there out east. How you doing, Trent? Yeah, it is it is refreshing that for the first time in about eight years we are contemplating the, the possibility of Bears playoff football. And it just makes everybody's life a little bit a little bit easier. That it does. There's no doubt. You know, Jeff. As you go through it, you talk about you know the, this team and what it was. You had an article right after at the Bears blog after they went out and and got Khalil Mack in the trade. You talked about some of the the different times that teams have gone out, made that big splash move, and how it changed the organization. I was certainly more tepid than you. I'd watched him. I'd seen how good he was, but admittedly, I'm not sitting down and, and breaking down film of the Oakland Raiders week after week. 
I just didn't realize. What did you see and the move that they made at the time that you truly believed it could be a transformative decision out of uh, Pace and the rest of the crew? Well, you know, I, I knew how good he was, and I'd seen a lot of the tape, and I knew that he was a transcendent player. But it wasn't until I started to see the impact he made in the locker room and with that defense till I real, to make me realize just how transformative uh, a player he is. This defense has been good for the last three or four years. They have been a top 10, top 15 group. But what they did by adding Khalil Mack was two things. Number one was send a message to everybody in the organization that we're going for this, that we believe our team is good enough now to win right now, not three years from now, not five years from now, right now. But what they also did was add to that defensive locker room a bona fide superstar. And what's been amazing this year, when I watch the tape after games, has been looking at just how much opposing offensive coordinators have to put into stopping him. There are plays that make me laugh where he drops into coverage and you see two or three offensive linemen with nothing to do. Because every offensive coach who approaches this team now has to start their game plan with, how do we make sure Max doesn't wreck the game? There are very few players like that, not only in the NFL now, but in NFL history. And that's why I think the Reggie White comparisons are the best. It validated this franchise on the national level the second it happened, and the team has paid that off with wins. You know, it feels different. It feels different. They've had some good teams. They've had playoff teams, but it does feel like this is an organization that is ascending forward. You know, one of the things about Ryan Pace that I brought up to you in the past couple of years, there's no doubt the guy could find talent. I just never was sure if he knew exactly how to build a roster, and they're there is a difference there. It's not just about accumulating the most talent, but building a roster is important, and it feels like he's getting that. And it's maybe a little bit of learning on the job, but I'm now confident going forward in Ryan Pace and what he's going to be able to do. Where do you sit with Pace? I think Pace and John Fox together built one hell of a defense, and Pace put the finishing touches on that defense by bringing in Khalil Mack. I think we're now seeing what Pace's approach was to offense. He was not going to go out and spend money on a big tight end, on big wide receivers, on skill position, quote-unquote, players, until he had his quarterback. And he didn't get his quarterback until year three. So I think once he got Mitch Trubisky, and Mitch Trubisky had a year under his belt, and he could see that this was the guy the franchise wanted to move forward with, he went out this last offseason and said, now I'm going to get him the weapons. Now I'm going to get him the coach. Now we're going to build an entire system around the quarterback the way every good franchise now has to do in this NFL where you've got to score 30 almost every week. Uh, Ryan Pace was sort of slow playing this process, and I have to give credit where credit is due. The McCaskey family, Ted Phillips, and the folks in charge uh, at Hallis Hall were patient with him. They listened to him. They bought into his, what I believe was probably a five- or six-year plan and now they are reaping the benefits of that because this is, right now, young, stable, and this is probably the most ascending the franchise has been in 25 years. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a different level. It feels like they're going that way. In order to ascend to those next heights, though, they need the quarterback to go along with it. And Mitchell Trubisky appears that he is going to be out again this week in the matchup against the Giants. He was listed 
uh, on Wednesday and Thursday as a limited participant in practice. But, I mean, incredibly limited when you're not throwing the football as a quarterback, right? He's limited in the sense that they're not going to let him practice. And Mitch Trubisky wanted to play last week. He wants to play this week. But the Bears have changed their approach to injuries, and that is at diagnosis, they give guys time off. When Khalil Mack got hurt in the Miami game, he did not communicate to the team how hurt he was. When they saw the tape of him against New England, they said, you have to be honest with us. You have to tell us what's going on with you. He was honest, and they said, you're done two weeks. Allen Robinson, you're done two weeks. The second this injury got diagnosed, I was told concretely, Mitch was gone a couple of weeks. And what they do with these, with these injuries now is you don't throw the ball, you don't practice, you're not involved in the physical, in the physical practices because the, the belief now inside Hallis Hall is the only way to get these guys back on the field is rest. I think it worked with Robinson, I think it worked with Mac, and I think Matt Nagy told you that pretty much when the injury came down because he said, hey, this is very comparable to what Mac went through. So I think they're going to give him these two weeks off. Uh, they were hoping to win these two games without him, and I think they're going to do that. And then he'll be back for the showdown with the Rams next Sunday night. Is that a change for the organization? And if it is, does it, does it go to Nagy? Does it go to somewhere else? Because it feels different. Total change. Total change. I mean, John Fox was from the old school, and the old school mentality was if you can walk, you can play. And there was always that, com- that, that comment, are you hurt or are you injured? And these guys, the old school football mentality was, you know, take a shot, wrap it up, and get out there and play. And what, what the Bears have seen for the last three or four years is guys just weren't getting better. Injuries that shouldn't have been year-long injuries. Kyle Fuller two years ago ended up being a year-long injury. Uh, guys who should have been hurt for two or three weeks were missing eight weeks. And Ryan Pace spent a lot of time this offseason trying to, quote-unquote, diagnose the injury problem. It's something I've argued for a long time is just chance or luck. He didn't believe that. He believed there was science involved, and the science is telling him that the second these guys come down with an injury, get them off the field, because the long term will be better for them with a couple of weeks rest. And I, I think it's paying off so far. We'll see with Mitch in a few weeks. We're talking right now to our friend Jeff Hughes from DeBear's blog. I take a look at Chicago as they uh, get ready for a trip to New York to take on the Giants this weekend. Chase Daniel, I, I said on Monday after we got back after Thanksgiving, I think he's a top 22 quarterback in the league is am I am I getting a little crazy there I, I don't know you know it's, it's a Chase Daniel conversation is very interesting because he's only played four meaningful games his entire NFL career wow. so so who knows what he is I wrote in the game preview this week if he went out there and was six for 18 this week for 18 yards why would you be surprised would you be surprised if he was 28 of 30 for 340 there's no body of work so Everybody who's ever been around Chase Daniel, in the locker room with him, uh, coached him, loves the guy. Matt Nagy went out of his way. He was one of the first guys they brought in because he loves the guy. I'll tell you what, what I've been told by people around the Bears. They don't think that Chase Daniel diminishes their chances to win at all. Now, he doesn't have the same abilities as Mitch. He can't extend plays. He's not going to take the deep shots. But they think he can execute this offense just as well as Mitch can. They really don't think there's going to be a significant drop-off. We'll see what a team does now. Having tape of Chase executing this offense against Detroit is a significant disadvantage to him right now. What the Giants do with that tape and how they approach him will probably tell us just how far Chase can take you. But 
listen, as far as backup quarterbacks go in this franchise, that's had Johnny Quinn, that's had Caleb Haney, and Henry Burris, and Craig Krenzel, and Chad Hutchinson, and I'm getting hives as I say these names. This guy is our best backup quarterback in an awful long time. Jeff, uh, let, let's take a look at the matchup here, and I'm not going to lie. I, I really have that that lingering feeling of Trubisky is all right or, or should be able to go, and they're, they're trying to milk another week to get him completely healthy here. I feel like I've seen this before. I've, I've seen the team go a week longer than probably necessary to get a guy closer to 100%, and they lose that football game. Is that just fandom getting in a way of real analysis? You know, someone tweeted at me today, and I think it's I, I, something I've been thinking about. I think that as, as folks who've been around the Bears for a long time, we have been conditioned to expect certain results. And uh, they've simply spat in the face of that all year. There's no way any Bears team in recent memory would have won that game on Thanksgiving. They just wouldn't have. Matt Stafford would have went down the field. They're not picking that ball off and scoring. It just would not happen in the last 10 years of Bears and probably further back than that. This is a darn good Bears football team. And that defense is the best defense in the league. Dallas made a big statement last night, but I think this Bears defense is the best in the league. They have no excuse. I don't care who the quarterback is to lose to a dead Giants team right now. That Giants team can't move the ball, can't score, and don't defend particularly well. This should be an easy win for the Bears, and it's not one they're going to be able to hang on their backup quarterback should they lose. This is a big spot, and they're playing big boy football now. They have a chance for a bye week in the playoffs. They have to keep their eye on the prize every week, and that means go out there this week and put the game away early third quarter and coast in the next week. With that, a look at this week, the injury report, Jeff, and uh, a couple of guys not practicing, including Akeem Hicks dealing with an Achilles injury. Two guys working their way back off a concussion protocol. Looks like Aaron Lynch and Adam Shaheen will both be back, but Hicks, uh, that Achilles has got to be a concern. It is a concern, Uh, and it's been, it's sort of a chronic injury. He's struggled with it for a while. Uh, Akeem Hicks is the kind of player, though, I I don't have any problem if he doesn't practice another, another day the rest of the year. He is, quite frankly, one of the most dominant interior defensive linemen in the league. I expect him to play Sunday. I think the Bears expect him to play Sunday. But when you're, when you're a man that size and you've got a, a, an Achilles that, that sort of comes up on you every once in a while, I think the trick to it is just keep him off it. There's no point in putting any pressure on it. They need, if they want to be a serious contender in January, they need Akeem Hicks. And I think they know that practice days off in December, November and December is probably a pretty safe way to handle them. You know, uh, it's been exciting watching the Bears' offensive line this year and the development, and and a big reason for that certainly is former Iowa Hawkeye James Daniels. I grew up a Hawkeye and a Bear fan, and unfortunately I've seen the Packers take a lot of Hawkeyes that have had great success. Saw Chad Greenway up for a decade-plus playing great football with the Vikings, and for whatever reason, since the Hilgenbergs, seems like the Bears just haven't liked to uh, get Hawkeyes on their roster. So it's been fun to me, but... I, I, I have the both sides of it. What are your thoughts on James Daniels' play? Certainly loved what he did late in that game, uh, pushing the runner forward for the first down. I mean, I, I, I don't even know that it's debatable, but I think he's been their best offensive lineman over the last month. Uh, they, they found a star in James Daniels, and, and with Cody Whitehair and James Daniels in the middle of that offensive line, I think Kyle Long will return next year, but you're not going to be able to put too much faith in the guy who just can't stay on the field anymore. Uh, Whitehair and Daniels have been excellent, and, and I don't know 
whether Daniels ends up being the center, but any any and I know you you were you were uh, steadfast that that was his better position. Mm-hmm. The Bears have seen nothing from him at guard that would warrant moving him anywhere. Uh, I think the Bears will tell you right now that they see Whitehair and Daniels as uh, the center and left guard now for the next five years plus. Daniels has been excellent, and he's he's given that offensive line a little bit angry. Uh, you know, Charles Leno and Bobby Massey are good tackles, but they're not feisty players. They're not angry linemen. Daniels comes out with a little bit of pop. He plays like he's a Midwestern guy. And I, I think it's something that line desperately needs, especially with Kyle Long not on the field, because he was the heart and soul of the unit. It, that's quickly transferring over to Daniels, and I, I, don't, I don't think there's any doubt about it. He's going to be a Pro Bowl, All-Pro type player as soon as next year. All right, a couple more for you, Jeff, before we let you go. Jeff Hughes from DeBear's blog as we take a look at some Chicago football here. Number one, if they stay at the number three seed, and there's still room to grow from that, but let's say they do, who's the team you least want to see coming into Soldier Field in the 3-6 matchup? Are we, are we, are we acknowledging that Aaron Rodgers can still make the playoffs? Because <laughs> let's, let's I, I don't even care out. about the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't care about the team. I care about that guy. <laughs> uh, I would think the best matchup for them is probably still Minnesota because they know the weather. They know the team very well. Uh, those are even their game they played uh, two weeks ago. They're very even teams. I'll be surprised if Minnesota doesn't beat them in Week 17. Um, that would be the team I think that would give them the toughest matchup. Also, because defensively, they're the only real quality defense out of that pack of teams. The Seahawks, the Panthers, the Redskins, decent teams, but the, the, the real quality unit in all those groups is, is the Vikings defense. So I don't think you'd want to see the Vikings defense. Cam Newton can always do something special, but. I don't trust the Carolina team playing the way they play in cold weather in January. Actually, I think the Bears will be touchdown favorites of whoever they play in that game if they stay at the three seed. The team I don't want to see is Seattle. That offensive line, the way that they have emerged this year, that that offensive line has been terrible for five years, and suddenly they're playing yeah. at a high level. That young defense seems like it's growing. So if, if I got a red marker and I got to cross somebody off, it'd be Seattle for me. And I actually, you know, and I've never been a big Russell Wilson guy, but I think Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson are having their best year. Uh, Russell Wilson is carrying that team on his back right now. I watched every snap of Seahawks-Panthers. There is no way Seattle should have won that game. He's throwing bombs down the field on fourth and short and completing them. I mean, he, he was miraculous in that game. The fact that that team, who openly admitted in the summer they were in a rebuild year, is probably going to the playoffs. It's such an achievement. I, I know Matt Nagy's probably going to win Coach of the Year, but, man, I, I'd be close to voting for Pete Carroll. He's done a really good job, and they're on the cusp of things over there. Finally, I will be in U.S. Bank Stadium Week 17 with the Vikings-Bears game. Will I be out there in my new Khalil Mack jersey just sucking on grain belts and knowing we already have the division wrapped up, or will that game matter for the Bears? You might be the only Khalil Mack jersey in the building. (laughs) Um, I think, no, you know, I'm looking at these next two Vikings games uh, with, with the Patriots and the Seahawks. They've got to, at worst, split them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a chance this week that if the Bears win as they should in the Meadowlands and the Vikings go and lose to the Pats, that the magic number becomes two. And the Bears have a game with San Francisco left. I, for me, I can't see them not having the division wrapped up week 17. But if you're looking for a, a day of, to, to take Juan Mizell and Chase Daniel and Josh Bellamy, I think you're going to be in. If those are your favorite Bears... Week 17 might be the, the one thing about that game that could be interesting is I can't imagine a scenario where the Vikings don't need it. Yes. Yep. 
So that's, that's going to be the interesting thing. Do the Bears go out there and, for the sanctity of the sport, take that game seriously, or do they rest guys? And I think we know how they approach injuries, how they approach the preseason. The Bears aren't going to care about it a lick. So I think you'll see a fired-up Minnesota team Week 17, and I think you'll see a lot of Bears backups. Good stuff. Thank you, Jeff. All right, take care, Trent. Jeff Hughes from the Bears blog as we talk about the Chicago Bears, the first place Chicago Bears uh, feels good to say. We're talking Chiefs next as we continue. The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, he joins us next. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700. The Champ, real sports talk for real sports fans. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash The holidays are so full of cheer, there's barely time to make dinner. So order the Chili's 3 for 10 deal to go. Take Chili's to go, baby, go, baby, go. You'll sing when you get an entree, starter, and Coke for just 10 bucks. 3 for 10 bucks, baby, bucks, baby, bucks. Order Chili's for the whole family. Mom, dad, and kids, baby, kids, baby, kids. And relax with Chili's at home. While you sit on your butt, baby, butt. Hey, not in front of the kids. 3 for 10 bucks, baby, bucks, baby, bucks. Mm -hmm. And take your Chili's to go, baby, go, baby, go. Available at participating restaurants only. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need some extra cash today? Do you have bad credit or maxed out credit cards? If so, turn your radio up. 57cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 50 different lenders. Now you can get a personal loan for up to $5,000 with any type of credit discreetly from your computer or smartphone and with no paperwork to send in. That's right, no paperwork whatsoever. Your cash can hit your bank account as soon as tomorrow as our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Just have a checking account and a regular source of income. Go to 57cash.com and you can get the loan you you need now regardless of your credit go to 57cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need visit 57cash.com type www.57cash.com directly into the address bar that's 57cash.com 57cash.com You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Beep, beep, 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Sports talk for real sports fans. Seventeen hundred, the champ. Final segment, hour number one. Trent kind of back with you here. It's a football Friday, and it's time to talk with Mitch Holtis. He joins us, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can catch every Kansas City Chiefs game home and away right here on seventeen hundred, the champ. Mitch, good to talk to you again. Hope you enjoyed Turkey Day. I did. It was great, and then to have it be our bye week was even better. And then I had a chance to. I've talked before about my hometown, the uh, Smith Center Redmen, featured in the book Our Boys. Uh, but they were able to win the state championship in small school, 11 man in Kansas. They won 59 to nothing in the finals, so it was kind of dominance. But it was a great weekend, and now we're back on the track. So I said it's a NASCAR four-tire change and a full tank of fuel. Here we go. <laughs> Getting ready for the stretch run. Week 13 starts last night. The Cowboys with an upset win at home over the Saints. And, well, that's what the Chiefs are trying to stay away from, an upset this week against the division rival, the Raiders. Yeah, and there's some parallels here. The only division loss the Chiefs have had in the last 20 division games, think about this a second, it's not even discussed much, but the Chiefs are 19-1 and in their last 20 AFC West games, and it was a loss to Oakland that was very similar to that Cowboys-Saints game last night. But what was the tie? The fact that a road team uh, playing on the road on Thursday night after Halloween. I'll give you some stats later uh, when the Chiefs had their Thursday night home game against the Chargers. But you're thinking, how does that? How do they hold the Saints to 10 points when nobody's 10 points in a two possessions for the Saints normally? And I really think the Sunday-Thursday road team has a division. This big disadvantage after Halloween. So give credit to the Cowboys. But that Thursday night road stint late in the year is tough duty. That it is, and we've certainly seen that happen a lot of times throughout the years. And, and upsets, it's the NFL. You know, it, it's the, the difference there and trying to get by with a guy. And, oh, I think we can make it another week. It just it doesn't work in this league. No, no, and I've, I've seen it happen down through my brief 25 years in the league. Uh, and in the case of Oakland in 2018, I, I don't know what they're doing. It, it, it just looks like, and I think people have 
theorize this, that Reggie McKenzie's, Reggie McKenzie's doing one thing as a general manager and Gruden's doing another. That being said, there are two guys that are concerns for me uh, in this game for the Raiders against the Chiefs, and one is Jared Cook, hmm. the tight end, who I still have wake up in the middle of the night seeing his fourth and 11 catch in the aforementioned upset last year on that Thursday night game in October in Oakland. But uh, one thing Gruden has done is tried to turn Cook into Travis Kelsey. His route concepts, how they use him, he's fifth in the NFL now in tight ends for catches and yards. He can pose a problem. The other is Doug Martin, the, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer running back, uh, two 1,400-yard seasons. But two years ago, the Buccaneers upset the Chiefs at Arrowhead in kind of a weird December upset, and a lot of it was because of Doug Martin. Now, Martin didn't have a huge statistical day, but he carried the ball 24 times, and the Chiefs couldn't get him off the field. Three, two, four, five, three, and he dictated the game. So the way that the Raiders could upset the Chiefs, Jared Cook, a big day, and Doug Martin controls the game at running back. As we're talking with Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, you can hear the the game and Mitch's call coming up on 1700 The Champ on Sunday. You know, Mitch, uh, Eric Berry coming back to practice this week. What is he going to be able to give them in, in the interim? You know, the first couple of weeks back, is it a limited role? Is it all systems go? Where do we sit with Eric Berry? Well, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, we have to be. I have to be realistic about this. I, I'll put myself in this category because thinking, man, Eric Berry, hey, uh, pick six, pick two against Atlanta. Uh, I put up on Twitter his pick six against Cam Newton earlier this week in the 16 win at Carolina, and I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta just hold my, hit the brakes here. He hasn't played in a year and three quarters. It's been since the opening game of 17. So, really, how quickly can he be up and running? And I don't know. And the Chiefs have somewhat of a precarious schedule here. This road game against Oakland then a big game at home a week following at Arrowhead against the Ravens. But then they have the dreaded Sunday-Thursday turnaround, although they're at home, against the Chargers. But for the case of Eric Berry, do you put him out there in the Ravens game? And then for the most youngest, in-shape, healthiest guy, the Sunday-Thursday's tough. I don't know, Trent. I don't know how the Chiefs are going to do this. I mean, it could go as deep as playing at Seattle on the 21st of December. But... I know they can't rush him into it. However, I have seen a lift from the team just having him out there doing drills and having a helmet on and having the shells on. Honestly, I would say it is similar to taking the family dog to the vet and getting that dog back and how it just everybody gets excited uh, in the family to have the dog back. That's, it's, I don't want to be demeaning, but that's kind of what it feels like. Well, as you look at the way things are breaking down right now and you look at the standings, of course, still just a game back are the Chargers. You'll get a rematch with them after beating them back in week one, this time, though, at home in Kansas City. As you look around the league, another loss for the Steelers last week. Still a great opportunity for one seed, but a rough stretch here for a couple of weeks and it could be back the other way and you're playing in the wild card round, even hosting as a division winner if you're a three or four seed. There's still so much out there right now. Who's the team in the AFC that concerns you at this point? Well, now all of a sudden Houston becomes a real part of the discussion. Yeah. And if you look at their remaining schedule, Houston, uh, they could win out. All of a sudden what they lose their third, they could lose their first three and win their last 13. <laughs> Ridiculous, but it could happen. And the Chiefs, 
if you look at tiebreakers, they, they've got the upper hand. They've got the trump card, if you will, on everybody but the uh, Patriots. But the Texans pose a problem because it would go down to like the sixth layer of tiebreakers. And honestly, this Oakland game, these two Oakland games, if the Chiefs win these two, could work against the Chiefs because there's a component called strength of victory. And I think it would put the Chiefs, if you look at it, just a fraction of a point behind the Texans. You could lose the one seed to Houston um, if you tie with them. So here, but there is the analogy here. This, this is a golf analogy. The Chiefs are setting on the 14th hole in the tee box with a lot of folks in this last group. But the Chiefs have the stroke lead. They've got the, they've got the lead. So take care of business, and you're the one seed, and then roll. That's all you got to do. All you got to do. And you know what all, else all you got to do? do? You got to eat some pizza this weekend. You're sick of the leftovers. Turkey and mashed potatoes are great, but you've been having it for a week now, Mitch. You know the place for people to go to get their pizza this weekend. Listen, the Donaldsons are great. I talk about them, talked about them for years and love them. Uh, the way that they approach their life, they approach their business, the way they approach the state of Iowa is phenomenal. Uh, and these have been big weekends for them. These are big pizza weekends, whether it's involved the Hawkeyes or the Cyclones or. Uh, these Chiefs games have been big, the Sunday nights, the Monday nights, and now you got a Raiders weekend. So, yes, it's another big Papa John's pizza weekend. So check them out at PapaJohns.com or check with them. They've got some new – we'll try to get the December specials coming up, but absolutely. I mean, their colors are red and green. Come on. They're the holiday colors at Papa John's. And so love those gals and guys there. Love their managers all across the state. But they got some really cool stuff going on in December that's real tasty. Well, Mitch, our conversations will shift into drive time starting next week. We will be talking to you Thursdays at 5 o'clock. Excited to have that. And for people normally used to us uh, at this time, we'll just shift a little bit. And our conversations will be happening throughout the month of December there at 5 o'clock. We'll talk to you next Thursday, Mitch. We'll do it and even add some driver's ed tips to get you around the Johnston curve. (laughs) We need that. We need that. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Mitch. All right. See you. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs as we come back more. On the other side, 1700 The Champ. 1700 The Champ. With The Drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive Home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Nigget with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Nigget 
can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggett. For nearly 40 years, Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, has offered the most comprehensive and ongoing grief support services for children, teens, adults, and families struggling with the death of a loved one in the state of Iowa. From Camp Amanda the Panda to grief support groups and fun days, the local nonprofit is here to help families find hope and healing. For more information on Amanda the Panda programs, visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515-223-HUGS. Shop Lowe's and save on a Craftsman 81-piece mechanics tool set, now just $89.98. The set includes drive tools, sockets, an extension, and a 120-tooth ratchet with a 3-degree arc swing, making it easier to get into those hard-to-reach spaces. Plus, it's backed by a full lifetime warranty, so you can be sure the tool you need will be there when you need it. Get yours today at Lowe's, the new home of Craftsman. Valid through 12-5 while supplies last. See store for details, U.S. only. Tis the season to gather together at Montana Mike's Steakhouse. Montana Mike's has great specials going on this holiday season. With $2 margaritas, hand-breaded chicken fried New York strip, or even the prime rib, only available on Friday and Saturday evenings, and much more. And don't forget to grab gift cards this season for friends and family. Take advantage of these great specials and enjoy the regular menu, too. You can count on Montana Mike's for carryout, catering, banquet, and party needs. Whether it's a small gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group this holiday season, let Montana Mike's do the cooking. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Montana Mike's for lunch or dinner any day of the week. Montana Mike's has two great locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 14th in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. Montana Mike's. Montana Mike's is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at this station's website under the Sweet Deals tab. <laughs> 